What up? We are back again today. Happy to be with you. This is the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast, and we had one great week in the Big Ten in college football this last Saturday. I am very excited to be talking about all of the games that, that happened in the Big Ten and some of the things that we, we saw, some of the things that we talked about in the last couple of podcasts. We're starting to see a little bit clearer picture now than what we did uh, You know, just a few weeks ago. Now that we're three weeks in, uh, we have a little fun game that we're going to talk about kind of our levels. We're going to have three different or five different levels and we're going to put the teams in how they should be feeling. Are, are they feeling good? Are they a little nervous? Are they trending up? Are they going down? We want to do this every couple of weeks uh, to to kind of talk about where these teams are at and where the fan bases should feel uh, they're at. One of the games that we, we were really excited for was the Syracuse-Purdue game and it was a phenomenal game in the fourth quarter. If you guys were not watching, there was a ton of points scored uh, in that fourth quarter. Uh, 20 for Purdue and 22 for Syracuse. Phenomenal game. Uh, had all of the drama, the, the intrigue that you want in college football and just really made that game uh, really special. And then on top of, we did have a couple of upsets. Michigan State you know, going to Seattle and losing. And then also uh, the Southern Illinois Northwestern game really close. And then we had a couple of close games as well. Uh, you know, Rutgers barely squeaking out over Temple and we're going to get into all of that and more. So, Let's start off with the game that we're going to be playing. This game is called How You Feelin' Big Ten Football Focus Edition. And to explain this game, we're going to have five different levels. The levels are feeling good, trending upwards, neutral, getting nervous, and finally freaking out. And we're going to go through the entire Big Ten, so buckle up. We're going to start off with the feeling good. There's not much that, that these teams uh, really need to feel nervous about, and they're just kind of waiting to be tested. On that, we've got uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Minnesota. After Penn State's win over Auburn, which was honestly truly impressing, impressive they have got to be feeling good this sunday morning now you have beat you know purdue you beat ohio you beat auburn and you have central michigan next week and you have a couple more weeks until you you go to the big house at michigan kind of have a tough three-week stretch here but i think penn state right now is is Ranked appropriately where they're at, they're probably at 20, uh, between the 15 and 20 mark, in my opinion, in, in the overall uh, standings in college football. They're playing very well. They look better than what they did last year. As long as they continue to stay healthy, they're going to be in this. Now, Ohio State, you can make an argument, should could be in a little bit of nervous because they played Notre Dame. It was the first game of the season. We're not really going to, we're not going to hold too much against them. Uh, just like a few years ago when they when they had the Virginia Tech game uh, that they lost in the horseshoe first week, we're not really going to hold a ton of it uh, against them. So, and then Michigan, I don't feel like Michigan has truly been uh, tested. Neither has Minnesota. And those, those, obviously, those schedules are going to toughen up a little bit more. You're no longer going to have UConn on the schedule. You're no longer going to have Colorado on the schedule. You're going to kind of get you're going to gonna, you know, go forward with it. But as you're looking at it right now, these teams are probably the best. The fan bases feel the best about their teams uh, going forward. Next up, I have the trending upwards. And one of these is more so just a shout out to give uh, a shout out to these two teams. And that is Illinois and Rutgers. Now, Rutgers has started 3-0 and and they are filling themselves. Uh, they did have kind of a tough game against Temple. They needed... Uh, 
they needed to pull it out, but they got the win. Uh, sometimes in college football, when you are overlooking a team, uh, you know, you come off of a good win against Boston College, you then take on Wagner, you kind of overlook Temple because you know you have Iowa, uh, you know, coming up that next week, that following week. It's at home as well. Now we're looking at it. I think that... Uh, that's going to be a lot more intriguing of a game than what I initially thought. I don't think Rutgers should be ruled out of it. I cannot wait to talk about it on the betting podcast a uh, little, little bit later in this week. And it is going to be a good game. And I feel if you're Rutgers, you kind of feel, hey, we upset Iowa. If we could upset them, we are 4-0. We're looking for just two wins. We've got Nebraska, Indiana, Maryland, Minnesota, Michigan State. You've got some other wins, and you're really hoping what, what the overall goal is to get to a bowl game for Rutgers, break through that. And uh, I think you're kind of feeling yourselves if you're Rutgers right now. They're tre- trending up. And then another team that did not play this week because they played on week zero was Illinois uh, coming off of a win against UVA. Right now they're two and one. Obviously they're going to be kicking themselves that they didn't beat Indiana and it was a road game. I really wish that uh, Illinois could have pulled it out because I hadn't, I, you know, we had bet on, on it, but Indiana got them in the end. Uh, next up we've got, they've got Chattanooga. So they're going to be starting three and one and that is, and that's a phenomenal feeling. Uh, I believe they'll, they'll beat Chattanooga. Maybe not every game's a given. Obviously we saw that this week uh, with SIU, but I think you're f- kind of feeling good. If you can be three and one, again, you're looking for three more wins on the schedule to break through, to get to that bowl game. That is paramount to get to that bowl game. You're kind of moving the ship, uh, as it were. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but the ship that uh, blocked the Suez Canal, it was just lo- lodged in there, right? And it was at this super weird angle. Suez Canal is the you know most shipped lane in the world or whatever it was, and everyone was freaking out. Oh my goodness, the supply chain and all this stuff. Uh, it's kind of how Illinois feels. They've just kind of been cranked in there, and uh, Brett Bielema is just kind of slowly getting them out. They're digging it out, and I think you know the first step is getting back to uh, getting back to a bowl game. And you know if they can go three and one, you're filling yourselves. You can get there. Uh, really, uh, an intriguing an intriguing game right there. So that is the trending upwards group. Uh, now we're going to be moving on to the neutral group. These teams, neither good nor bad, we'll roll them off. We've got Michigan State, Maryland, Indiana, and Purdue. If you are Michigan State, hey, you know what? You can kind of talk yourselves in this morning. I was Washington. It was on the road. We were smashed up in, in the Pacific Northwest. That was arguably Washington's biggest game, maybe in the entire season. Uh, yeah, we beat Akron. We beat, uh, Washington, or we beat Western Michigan. Now we're taking on Washington on the road. Tough environment. You can kind of talk yourselves, well, you know, we have one loss. It's only one loss. Now, if Michigan State struggles next week against Minnesota and struggles the following week against Maryland, now you're really starting to have a conversation with yourself. You are, you know, okay, maybe, maybe we're feeling a little bit nervous. Maybe we're starting to freak out a li- little bit. That's kind of what I'm looking at with Michigan State. Other ones in this, Maryland's 3-0, not really been tested. SMU kind of gave them a scare, but they handled themselves very well. Indiana, I, I don't feel like you would feel super great, nor super bad. Uh, you you had a, It took overtime to, we, to beat Western Kentucky. You did not play super great against Idaho. And Illinois, I mean, they kind of just blew it at the end, in my opinion. I felt like Illinois, uh, their defense on that last drive kind of just gave the game up. So you've got three iffy wins, uh, but, I, but you've won. 
won. And that and that's the important part is that you won the game. Period. End. Case in point. Right. You won the game. You got to three and zero. Now you're looking at it. You've got Cincinnati, Nebraska, Michigan. They're in the same seat as Illinois. Just trying to find those three extra wins. Uh, maybe a couple of, of upsets to pull up, but nothing too much. And then Purdue. Uh, you you played Penn State. Tough game. You were in. Uh, you were at Syracuse on the road. Had some crazy penalties that resulted in Syracuse basically getting this crazy, you know, forty-yard pass in the end zone. Uh, you kind of beat yourselves there. But you're like, yeah, I'm one and two, but I'm feeling myself. I, I think you can talk yourselves in. I think there's a little bit in the back of your head. Okay, we're one and two, but we really, we can go up against Iowa. We can go up against Wisconsin. We can go up against Minnesota. I think those things are uh, a couple of, of things that, that we're just kind of looking uh looking at going forward now into the kind of on the, the negative side we want to stay positive on this podcast but you've got to call a, a spade a spade in my opinion now getting nervous wisconsin uh wisconsin yeah you beat you beat uh new mexico state congratulations you, you should have you should have rolled them it shouldn't even, even have been close uh and it wasn't but you did lose to washington state at home uh we're not going to forget about that that was an ugly ugly game and next week you're up against ohio state and you know what if you go out and you beat them that everyone's going to kind of, you know, revisionist history. You're going to kind of forget about uh, Washington State. You're going to kind of forget about that loss. Even though it will hang over, you can, again, talk yourselves into, but I would feel nervous right now. You're, you, you really should have walloped Washington State. Uh, instead, you, you, you end up losing to them. And they need to beat uh, Ohio State. They've got to beat Michigan State. They've got to rattle some big ones. I'd be a little on edge if I am a Badgers fan. The next one we have is Northwestern. Now, Northwestern is... The reason why they're not in the freaking out category is that they, they did beat Nebraska. Uh, you got to feel good about that if, you are, if you're Northwestern. You did lose to SIU. Uh, not the end of the season because that side of the conference is not playing very well uh, right now. I hope Pat Fitzgerald can get things going, turned around. Uh, they it's nearly inexcusable to lose to them. They've got to beat Miami, Ohio to get back on track to move to that uh, two and two record. And, you know, I, I think, uh, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good end of the season. All right. And then the final group we've got here, this is the freaking out category. Now, I think most of you will kind of uh, agree with me with one of these teams, and one of these teams you might not agree with me. And if you're a Big Ten fan, you're probably just, you know, notching off, okay, Tyler said this, this, this. Okay, there's two teams left. You should know who they are. We're going to talk about the first team, and then we're going to kind of segue into uh, what I saw, you know, going forward. Number one, we, we, we got Nebraska. Uh, if you're kind of freaking out, when you're chanting, we want Urban Meyer, uh, there's some questions that I have, and it's not the, the, that Urban is a bad coach. He was here at the University of Utah uh, where I grew up. I've, I've met him. Uh, I've been around the University of Utah's program, took him to the Fiesta Bowl. Alex Smith, one of the highlights of my childhood was seeing the University of Utah play in the BCS uh, championship game. That, that's just my opinion on them going forward. Now... Urban Meyer, yeah, he had his stuff in, in, in the NFL. Well, regardless, I don't know why you would take over, why you would take this job. 
Uh, Nebraska has had arguably the worst five-year stretch in program history. Uh, you're in the Big Ten where you're playing teams like Ohio State, who's on the up and up, who's always good. Michigan's, Michigan looks like they've kind of steadied the boat with under Harbaugh. Michigan State looks like they have a winner in Mel Tucker. Uh, Penn State with James Franklin. Uh, you've got Wisconsin, who's always perennially good. Iowa may have a little bit rougher of a season this year, but they're still good. Uh, you have Minnesota with uh, P.J. Fleck, who's looking very good. And you have Brett Bielema, who's coming in. You've got, uh, what is his name, Kevin Wilson at Indiana. This is not, this is a tough conference. And I'm not saying that Urban can't recruit and wouldn't be able to turn it around. But this is not, uh, you know, plug and play like he did after, uh, what was it, Trestle and then Luke Fickle. Uh, th this isn't a plug and play where Ohio State has always been good. This is going to take a lot of time, a lot of hands-on, a lot of getting into recruits' house, convincing them to come and play, getting the right personnel. And I don't know if Urban wants to do that. And, and, and a lot of people are chanting about it. And I said, you know, if Nebraska continues to lose, we're not going to talk about it. But it's interesting that that they want that. Now, there's a lot of there's a lot of wonderful candidates, and again, we'll we'll discuss that um, once when we have once when we know a little bit more uh, with the hiring team, the hiring process. Right? Uh, we can t give you some some names. A lot of people are liking Lance Leopold out of Kansas because they're three and zero for the first time, and who knows how long. Uh, same thing with, uh, you know, Matt Campbell out of Iowa State. But this kind of seems like a poison pill right now, and it's going to take a lot, a lot of work. I don't know if Urban's up for it because Ur Florida was a plug-and-play. Uh, say what you want about Ohio State. Ohio State was a plug-and-play. And even the University of Utah, uh, I believe the coach before him was Coach McBride, if I'm not mistaken, and he had a good team. So he hasn't really been hands-on in, in, in a complete and total rebuild since his Bowling Green days. Does he want to? I, I, I support it. I like Urban Meyer. I think he's a wonderful coach. I think he knows the college game very well. But going forward, I don't know if, if Nebraska, if, if that's the, it's more so the job itself versus, you know, Urban as an individual. Uh, obviously, you'd want him if you're a Nebraska fan, but I don't know if he's going to do it. Really interesting. And then finally, the last one in the freaking out category is Iowa. Uh, you went up against, I mean, sure, you went up against uh, arguably one of the bottom 25 teams in the in the nation. Uh, you didn't allow them to score a point, and hey, you got 27. Congratulations. Ugly win. They have not played, they have not played up to expectations. Um, their offense, when they're going up against a good team, looks just absolutely atrocious. Uh, now, that could totally be put to bed once we get into the Big Ten slate. They've got Rutgers, they've got Michigan, they've got Illinois and Ohio State in the next four weeks or so, right? With a bye uh, smashed in there. So those are your next four games. If you go 4-0, and man, I will shut up. I will not say a word. We'll move you up into feeling good. Iowa should be feeling good. But I feel like history tends to repeat itself and I feel like the, the Rutgers game is going to be very similar to the Iowa State game. I think the Michigan game, I think Michigan's offense is going to pummel their defense. And I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Illinois game will be close. But you're on the road. Illinois is a pesky team at home. I don't know if it gets any easier. 
I would be freaking out if I was an Iowa fan. They've got to be able to put up points against a good team. And you say, well, it was a good team. Not South Dakota State. Not your, and sure, first game of the year will wipe it away. Not against your rival, your in-state rival, whom you basically owned over the last decade. I mean, basically all time, Iowa has pounded the Cyclones. And what were you able to do? Put up seven measly points. This is not something that I, 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 I like to take... Um, solace in right and then i'm like oh man i'm, I'm taking a shower i'm like i'm gonna go rip iowa but i've got to be honest with you the listener i have got to be i've got to be willing to uh talk to you and call it how i see it and how i see this playing out is iowa as seven and five hoping or even the last game of the season they're just hoping to get into a bowl game would not surprise me whatsoever i think that uh if you're an Iowa fan, you'd be on the freaking out meter. You can talk yourselves into the defense. But I think Iowa and Nebraska and and honestly, Northwestern and Wisconsin, neither one of these, none of those teams have looked good. I just would be more nervous if I was Iowa or a Nebraska fan going forward. Again, one of my biggest annoyances that I have with sports media is is the overreaction, right? And they'll say, well, you know, I, I really like this guy and then, you know, proceed to absolutely rip him uh, going forward, right? And it's, it's annoying because I feel bad for these teams and I don't want to rip them. I want to talk about good things. I want to talk about oh, wow, that was an impressive victory. They really showed, they really matured. I want to get into that. As you can see, I love talking Rutgers. I'll talk about Illinois. I'll talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, I, I, I cannot wait to see what we do going forward. But it is tough if you are those teams. We want to stay on the positive side. But sometimes you've got to call you know, a spade a spade, a heart a heart. You've got to call it out because who else is going to do it? Am I right? So those are our kind of our tier list, you know, the feeling good list, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, so we're going to try to do that every few weeks, kind of check in uh, what we're doing. Right. It's it's a fun little thing. I think it shows a lot of uh, it shows a lot of holes. Uh, and, I, and I like doing tiers. I like that better than top 25. I'd rather have everything in tiers. Uh, so we're, next up, we're going to go through our uh, where we were right, where we were wrong. We want uh, plenty of both. Right. We want to talk about the individual uh you know accomplishments of of these teams and also our betting podcast uh feeling pretty good feeling we're feeling ourselves here at the big 10 uh football focus podcast we are doing very well uh both winning on the spread and the money line so i hope you guys are enjoying it we're getting a lot of downloads i like it so here we go we're gonna rattle through we were right a lot uh was uh western kentucky indiana game we said take western kentucky plus six and a half and the indiana money line michigan minus 47 and a half and the money line Purdue syracuse we took uh syracuse despite being a big 10 uh podcast i'm not going to lie to you what i thought was going to be happening uh, and the money line for Syracuse. Obviously, we took OU minus 11 and a half and the OU money line. We took the Rutgers money line. We took Penn State and the money line. Minnesota with the points in the money line. Wisconsin, the points in the money line. Ohio State, the points in the money line. And Maryland, 
Moneyline and Iowa Moneyline. Those were where we were right. Uh, and then let's jump into where we were wrong. Both wrong on the Northwestern. We were wrong on the spread. We were wrong on the money line. We thought that Rutgers would beat Temple a little bit worse. That 17 and a half number, obviously a little bit suspect, way too high. They only win by two. We're able to escape with a win, though. We said SMU plus three and a half. I thought it was going to be a three-point game. And honestly, had Maryland's defense kind of collapsed, they had a chance. SMU was down there, and I was like, man, if they score a you know, a touchdown, then Maryland's going to go down. They're going to get a field goal, and I was going to be dead on. Wrong on that game. Uh, we did say take Nevada plus 23 because I said, who is this? Who is uh, Iowa to get 23 points? Obviously, they were a little bit of a rain delay. It makes it tough when you're on the road. And then we had Michigan State. We said plus three and a half. And I said, why Why is Washington getting it? Obviously, big time upset. Congratulations to uh, the, the Washington Huskies and getting us wrong on that. So, that made our spread. We were 8-5 and five on the spread this week, 11-2 and two on the money line. Obviously, the two upsets uh, of Northwestern and Michigan State. And that was, I mean, that was this week. It moves our season totals to 23-15 and 15 on the spread and then 30-8 and eight on the money line. And I'm excited to continue to, to, bring these, uh, to bring these up. I completely enjoy doing the betting podcast, and it really just shows it. I, I've got to say where I'm wrong. And uh, so within my analysis, you know, I do feel uh, at times, you know, like I said, the SMU game, I thought it was going to be closer. I thought that plus three and a half was that, that, that hook. I said that Syracuse-Purdue game was the game I was most excited for going forward. And it was a phenomenal game. It was so much fun to watch. You guys haven't watched it. Please find it on, on YouTube. Find it somewhere. Watch it because it was a phenomenal game. Showed a lot of maturity on both teams. And it's too bad there's not a third category of almost win because that was, I mean, that would have been in that category uh, with the drive that Aiden O'Connell did on, you know, going in. And then Syracuse, they had a couple of plays, had a couple of penalties go their way, and they were able to win in the end. So, uh, but it's also important to talk about where we where we were wrong. Obviously, there's a lot of right this week. Uh, you, know, you know, 11 and 2 on the money line. Feeling great, and if Northwestern doesn't biff it against <laughs> FCS opponent, then we do it. But uh, we want to continue to highlight this. We're going to continue to talk about these teams going forward. Uh, just as a little uh, sneak peek into our betting podcast, there are uh, coming up... Uh, on Thursday, right? We'll be recording it uh, Tuesday or Wednesday night, just uh, trying to, you know, letting the line steady out a little bit more. Uh, just a couple of really interesting games. Can't wait to see Maryland and Michigan. I think that's going to be a phenomenal game. Uh, Michigan State and Minnesota, really going to be tuned into that one. It's at 5 o'clock, or sorry, uh, 1.30, and uh, I was looking at the Iowa Rutgers game. 1.30, and I'm really excited to watch uh if Minnesota is as good as what you know their numbers are suggesting, they are on the road against Sparty, big time for the uh, for the Golden Gophers. Another game, obviously Iowa Rutgers. Really excited to watch that game to see if Rutgers is able to uh, you know pull an upset. You're at home, uh, you're playing against an Iowa team whose offense is very suspect. Feeling about that, and then a couple of teams can bounce back. Purdue against FAU, Northwestern against Miami, Ohio, and then of course the nightcap game which everyone's going to be talking about, Ohio State-Wisconsin. I think Ohio State rolls them uh, in the shoe in Columbus. But that's my opinion. We'll get into that and give us some analysis going forward. So 
I really appreciate all the love and support that I've been getting with this podcast. Continue to reach out to us at Big Ten Pod on Twitter. Uh, we we do want to. We haven't had. We've had a couple of questions. Uh, none of them that I think are relevant on the on the podcast. So sending your questions. Uh, I want to discuss them. I want to talk about those things. Uh, just because I like that. I I would like doing that at the beginning of the shows. Uh, and then uh, you know, kind of hand in hand with with our tiers. We'll be doing our tiers in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Be sure to tune into that Thursday podcast as we have been kicking butt and been absolutely on fire this uh, this football season. Hope you guys uh, have a good one and talk to you guys on Thursday. <laughs>